Hi, I'm Yulia, and welcome to the Soothing Voices podcast. I'm here with a very special guest, Beyond the Hype Man, aka Often, how I met him. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. Um, I really wanted to talk to you today because you and I worked on a very special project together. Um, mm-hmm. It was like my debut as a music video producer, editor, director, creative director, like all of those things. Wow. <laughs> so and yeah. this was like my first song on all streaming platforms. Ooh, yeah. that's really good. Um, mm-hmm. And apparently this is your first interview, as you told me earlier. Yes, I haven't been interviewed before. Oh, wow. So I get to like take your virginity or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess you could put it like that. That's, your that's interview, all right. yes, I'm your first one. I love it. <laughs> yeah, my cherry's been popped. Yeah, my first artist interview was um, I don't even know his name anymore. He was this artist. It was a fun interview, but I don't remember his name. <laughs> I'm sure he would love to hear that. <laughs> I don't, he's not famous anymore, so it doesn't matter. Like. Damn. Yeah, like I got to interview Kendrick Lamar, like in the same year, like all these other artists, but he was my first one and I don't remember his name. <laughs> so yeah. R.I.P. to that guy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I hope um, you figure it out who it was one day though. Yeah, I have to look at I have to look it up, but I don't remember honestly. It was a, it was like a viral. It wasn't it, it wasn't viral, but it was like a pretty popular song on the radio back then. So <laughs> that's all I remember. I remember what he looks like. I just don't remember his name. <laughs> I really don't. Like his name or his artist name? His artist name. I don't remember his artist name. Yeah, pobrecito. <laughs> So yeah, thank you for uh, having me on the podcast. I appreciate the opportunity and uh, you know the little sponsorship gift that was great as well. Thank you. Of course. I mean, you were the first person to like ever to really support like soothing voices on um what's that fucking app called? Oh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> you were the first person to ever support me. So like. I wanted you to be the first person I interviewed, but that didn't work out. So, yeah. So, but you're here finally, and I'm really happy you're here. Mm -hmm. I felt like at the time when you first brought up the interview, I mean, I hadn't done anything I felt like of significance other than, you know, I was just existing as a human being. So I feel like us coming now to record this podcast now is kind of like a full circle moment. Mm, I like that. That is true. I mean, I still think I think that your voice is um, I really like your voice. And so I feel like even the, even if we had a regular conversation, I think it would have been nice. But you're right. I agree. We did uh, do a lot of really cool things. So I want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> OK, talk away. <laughs> well, this is for you to talk about. Yes. So tell me about the song that you wrote. Uh, tell me who is it? Who is it? Who is it about? And like, just what inspired the song before we go into the music video process? The song is called "Can't Let You Go." It's crazy. It's produced by uh, PK and Eli Brown. Uh, I, I first heard the beat 
from PK about maybe, I guess, well, it's 2022 now, so I guess almost two years now. And I was at a space where I was going through a lot of changes. Um, I want to be candid here, I guess, because I might yeah, as well course. be. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> so I, I just got out of a three-year relationship and the pandemic hit. So a lot was going on in my head around that time, to be honest. And uh, I think when I heard the beat, it just kind of spoke to me on, on like how I was feeling at a certain point of like, I don't know, release and how I needed to kind of uh, let go and move on from this, even though it was hard. And technically at that time, I, it was almost impossible to do that because, you know, we built such a connection that uh, was definitely a challenge. And mm-hmm. I can't say I'm totally over it because I feel like you're always going to be connected to people that you love but you know definitely got to a point where you know I could live life and it's not going to affect my day-to-day as much as it was back then so the song at that point kind of wrote itself and it's short and I only have a verse on it but it's very authentic feelings that I put on that track that I kind of wanted to get out there and just you know get it out from my head and put it into the music. So that that was also why I put it as my first release because um, in many ways uh, she inspired me to like kind of, you know, get into making music. Like I, I do have um, creative influences, obviously like my, for my whole life, but when it came to me actually wanting to make songs I think it started there and uh you know that just is what it is so yeah yeah, that's kind of how that song came sorry about that (laughs) no it's okay I was gonna say like um I usually ask people like what is their superhero um story and you kind of tap you kind of like hit on it a little bit like hinted at it a little bit and I just got so excited about talking about the song that I forgot to ask you that question um, so yeah, tell me a little bit about your superhero journey. Like, who are you? <laughs> How did you start? <laughs> and then we can circle back. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, who am I? I am often, aka, open for the night. I switched it to Beyond the Hype Man because I felt like at some point I wasn't embodying embodying often as much or not that I didn't want to continue. I I just felt like it was a kind of a part of my life that a phase that uh, I needed to move on from. So I switched it to uh, beyond the hype man, which, you know, go behind the hype and going just above and beyond myself. But uh, our origin story, I've been rapping since uh, a kid, you know, used to like do the little uh, McDonald's rap. I don't know if people would know that, like, like, do that he's a it's like a i need a double cheeseburger and hold the lettuce daddy from the sun no seeds on the bun then up in this drive through order for two i need another nine comma just like my shoe need some chicken up in here something like that yeah like i'm funny it's like actually crazy i still remember that but i used to do that and like just listen to beats all the time and freestyle with my cousin and it's not till i would say maybe 
like grade seven, I kind of uh, I ran into my my friend uh, Nama Chakras, also known as uh, NC Capo, and he was a he's a killer freestyler. So I was like, wow, this guy's great, and he kind of inspired me, and like through him, I kind of saw like, whoa, like you know, we could enter this this rap world that at the time I had no idea really of what the scope of it was, but I just knew of the culture in a sense, right? And I was like, yeah, we could actually do this. Like, let's go. And then ever since then, we've just been kind of uh, just working and rapping, rapping our way up. It's not till like, I would say maybe the end of high school, things started going a bit more seriously because, you know, we're at an age to actually get into the clubs and, you know, don't have the constraints of our parents trying to like nag on us and do things. So I feel like that was kind of like a, like a, almost a launch pad for us to go even deeper. But that was like, I, you know, I would say about the start. Yeah. I like that. But, so, uh, oh, go ahead. What's the name? <laughs> I, like what's the name. Uh, I don't know about, what stuff to say about that. I mean, like put out my first, like I started off with features um, maybe my first feature was like uh, 20, what was it, 2014, 2015 on a Naman song. And then, yeah, that was kind of like my first, like, oh, damn, like, I put out something that I said there. And I didn't even really understand, like, the, you know, the meaning of it and how powerful it is to, like, kind of use your words on a song to, like, explain how you're feeling. But I don't even know what I talked about on that song, to be real with you. But it was such a cool moment because I, I went to school and then people were like, oh, you want a track? And it was like oh, like that first taste of like clout, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that, that was interesting. It was, it was definitely um, a vulnerable moment too, though. Yeah. I like that. Um, it's interesting because um, I met you on Clubhouse over the pandemic and um um, you were the first person, so I was hosting like a social media strategy room, and you were the first person to like volunteer, and no one else was coming up, and you were the first person to do it, and we went through this whole process, like, who is your brand, who are you, your origin story, and so you, and I remember that still, like, I remember the story you told me, and I think that, you know, your artist story is such an important part of who you are, and like, even like your McDonald's rap, or... Um, talking even about the first song you were on and putting words to your feelings and actually making art from them because it's a form of alchemy in many ways just very similarly to like comedians making jokes it's like you change the emotions and you transform them and so it's really interesting how you were able to make music and transform those emotions and make art out of them and I just think that's beautiful and I and that's a really beautiful art form music and making music um that I definitely admire I'm not an artist like a you know like a rapper or anything but um but yeah but I really admire that so thank you for being the first person <laughs> to come to inspire a lot of stuff for me too so yeah. no problem I think I saw you in like the way I remember it I think I saw you in I don't know what room it was but then I saw your your bio and I was like oh cool like social media strategist like that's definitely something I'm missing right now. So I think I DM'd you just in general to like ask for help. And then you said, oh, well, I'm going to start a room. And then that's kind of how we got here. 
Oh, that's yeah. so cute. I like that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, I would do that. <laughs> um, okay. Um, well, thank you for sharing those stories. I feel like I love li- really listening to people's origin story because it really shapes the way that they live their lives and how and what kind of art they make. Um, and so kind of going back to the song you were talking about, you're talking about it, it being a song about, uh, a person that you love and that they, um, that the relationship as it was, that's how you were feeling about the relationship at the time and you made art from it. And so this was like your first song. And I remember I went to visit Toronto and you were my tour guide for, I think it was a Saturday, right? It was a Saturday. Um, yeah. Like a weekend. Yeah, it was a weekend. And was it Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. We went around, walked around Toronto. You're just kind of showing me everything. And then we had brunch, right, with my friend mm-hmm. um, and his girlfriend. And then Sunday, we got lost. I think, yeah, it was Sunday. Right? Yeah. And then we got lost. And we found this, like, really cool. Because you were trying to show me a water fountain and some elephants or something, right? Um, just like a, really cool a very peaceful spot in the city that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, cause it was interesting cause like the city is very busy, but you found like a very serene place to be in. And uh, you were trying to find that spot and we got on the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got on the trolley. <laughs> you mean the streetcar? <laughs> yeah, the trolley, you know, the, the, the... the street, the streetcar. <laughs> Got on the streetcar. Yeah, the streetcar. Sorry. So we got on the on that thing, and we got lost. And we found this really cool place of like panels of of like of of um, what was it? Glass. And then there was like a a lily pad with a snake coming out of it, and it was really cool. And we were just walking around it, and we're like, oh, this is really dope. And then finally, we found like the the spaceship looking fountain with the with the um with the elephants and it was really really yeah, cool so it was a really fun day i think when, then we went to the uh oh the drake tower the cn tower <laughs> <laughs> gave this guy the whole tower that's insane yeah the cn tower and it was so amazing and then i started to get inspired because up, up at the top there was like um like mirrors on top of us and i was like oh do this do that because one thing about you is you, so when I would FaceTime with you, um, I didn't really, we didn't, you know, you don't get a really full scope of how a person looks until you see them in person. And you have a very particular eyes, like the whites of your eyes, the bottom part of your eyes, um, you can see that. And most people you can't, you, they, it's called like the three whites, I think it's called. So basically most people, they only have two. So it's the ones on the side, but you also have like the bottom. So you Mm -hmm. can see those parts of your eyes. So I was like, Whoa, your eyes are so fucking cool. Like I, um, like Billie Eilish has those eyes. I forget what they're called. They're supposed to be bad luck, but I don't, I don't believe in that. But, um, (laughs) so it looked really cool. I mean, she seems, I I wouldn't say lucky, but she's definitely, you know, interesting position exactly she's out here doing good and so like when i saw you i was like oh yes your eyes are so cool and then that's when i started to get inspired um by the cn tower so yeah so you know you want to keep telling the story of this music video (laughs) shout for this song (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a very uh, spontaneous music video that we kind of uh, were going back, going with. Like at the time, I was, I think I told you, I just wanted to put out a song a month, which at this time, current period, that's still what my aim is. Uh, and I was letting you know, like I was like, hey, like this is the feel that I'm going for, and I'm like you know, just going to put up the songs, like, I don't really need videos for this, and then you're like, no, your song needs a video, and I'm like, and then you listen to the song, and then you, you kind of told me how the song was kind of almost a representation of, like, the city, in a sense, it's like, uh, forget the relationship, it was like, I'm talking to the whole city, because uh, I don't even live in Toronto right now anymore, so, like, I guess all that Toronto encapsulates is, is, like, kind of missing in a sense and I'm kind of letting it go and moving on but I mean I'm all the city's always going to be a part of me and that same duality of what I was saying about the relationship but uh yeah I'm like you know you kind of like were like yo let's do it because I was even like a down mood I, I don't know I was, I was in a weird mood after we were t when we were talking about it and then you're like oh let's go let's shoot this video and I was like okay I just kind of went with it, like, because honestly, I had no, like, in my creative vision, I didn't have a video for it. I didn't, I didn't think about one that mm. I felt would be fitting. Then I don't know, maybe me crying in a corner or some shit <laughs> <laughs> for, for for a minute, for three minutes. Like, I don't know, like, like what am I supposed to do for this song, right? Um, so yeah, like, kind of just went around the city and just shot clips. Um, definitely like we were, we were playing the song the whole time to get like in that headspace it was it was interesting because i i've been on music video shoots but not for my own so i guess for me i kind of had to separate myself from just the bystander or you know director type role and just be the artist that's feeling their their music and express my emotions you know in a, in a way I can but I was trying to play it cool <laughs> well I think you did a great job I really do thank um, you because I feel Appreciate like that. of course I feel like um when we shot it well we were I remember I was thinking about before I got to Toronto I was like flying in and I told her I, I call her her and I was like please show me whatever it is you want to show me. I, hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> I came to visit you. Please show me whatever it is you want to show me. I'm here, I'm open. Um, you know, like, I'm open. And she showed me so much. She showed me so much about myself. She showed me how to be more patient. She showed me how to uh, be more open, how to go with the flow. And I think you are a very great person to, like, really, like, tap into flow. You're very present. You're the way you think and how you move in life is very, very present. And so that was instrumental. And that's kind of like also what inspired the video, the like the direction, the creative direction for the video was like, what if Toronto was like the person you're speaking about? Like, you can't let her go. It's crazy. But you need to like grow. You need moments to grow, too. And so when we were going around the city, she was just unfolding herself for us like it was so beautiful because some of the spots that we found and like the shots that we shot I mean I shot it on my iPhone it's not like I use like a fucking you know expensive ass camera it was like my I mean technically you're, you're, 
True. Your phone is expensive, though. <laughs> Let's not knock that. It's, but it's it not like a phone. fucking professional camera. You see, like, you know, music video shoots and stuff. It was literally just an iPhone. And it was cool because, like, the last shot, the we were literally walking back. Oh, God. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So, basically, I was like, how do... Because I was inspired by... Uh, is it Donda's? Donda's Center? Yeah, Dundas Square. Uh, Dundas Square. And like how The weekend was there and he was singing and, you know, the, like he was, nobody knew who he was. And I was like, let's take that energy and put it in the video. And that's why we ha- I have a little clip on there of you um, in that spot where he was and Drake the same way. And so kind of wanted to pay homage to the to the artists that came before you but then also like like the CN Tower made an appearance in there secretly and like there's just so much that I really wanted to kind of kind of like oh sorry so basically going to the last part we were literally walking back to um the Airbnb and like we saw we both saw in the corner of our eyes the blue swirls like the beginning and the end of the video it's those blue swirly art that space i don't i still can't even tell like when people ask me like yeah where is that i'm like honestly i can't tell you i don't know (laughs) yeah they ask like because honestly people were like yo that that's the coolest shot in the movie like that's such a cool shot i'm like yeah it's a very dope shot yeah so tell tell us about how that shot came to life think we were heading out we were like okay well i think we have enough footage now let's go and try to edit this and then we're walking and then just like in the corner of our eyes we turn and we see this like painting like in this alleyway like when you go down the alley though it leads you to i think inside a building or i think that was maybe like a condo or something in there but they had this painting that was just like secretly just placed there and i was like oh shit this, this is really dope let's go check it out and we're checking it out we're like okay well let's shoot something there and then we started shooting and i feel like organically the way those shots just came together it was like like an explosion of creativity in that moment and uh, i also love that painting I, I don't know who did that painting i think that figure that out to be real with me you should go back there and check yeah and check i mean it didn't say anything about who did it It was just there so i was like it might have been the building itself just put that stuff there i I love that painting because it's like it has like swirls that look like the six and you know Mm -hmm. we're we're in the toronto which we call the six so it's kind of like there's that representation and then there's also just like all the swirls of like at the moment like when i made the song or when i first started making the song like my life was swirling as was the world with the whole pandemic but that was a definitely a very cool thing that just i feel like the whole video just kind of put itself together in front of us while we were making it which was very cool yeah i feel like the city made it and we were just like her instruments that's how i feel that's true. Like I was a videographer and you were like the artist and she just was like, here, I'm open. <laughs> well, when, you know, as we got the, we did get the CN Tower in the, in the video, like secretly, because we went to the CN Tower and uh, when we went to the top and we looked at the, the glass floor, because there's a glass floor where you could kind of look down and it's like when you walk on it, it kind of feels like, whoa, like, am I going to fall through the glass and hit the floor? By the way, I think I asked someone and they said, like, if you were to fall from the scene tower, it would take you, like, maybe less than nine seconds oh, wow. to hit the floor. Yeah. 
I'm like, that's pretty fast. But uh, <laughs> either way, when we were looking down the glass floor, it's like they had this painting on the floor that I didn't even know was there because we didn't go to that side. And it was like, yo, the city is your stage. And I was like, yeah, I don't have to stress about set design. Like the city's built as a whole entire set already. I just have to use it. Like, cause I'm always thinking, oh, you know, we gotta go into a studio space and, you know, shoot here and maybe have good lighting and, you know, cause that's just the stuff I've seen in the industry so far. But I think for it to feel more organic to me and to the song and maybe also in my future videos, like I, I'm gonna continue to use the city as my stage until it takes me to where I need to be, so yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel like this city, I've never experienced something like that before where like I was communicating with like a being that was not human. Like the city was literally giving us messages like this is your stage. And, you know, because one thing about the video was like there was a lot of swirls in it. So a lot of like things were moving like growth. Um, So there was a lot of cycles and swirls just like the city like it's growing right the buildings are swirling up just like a plant when a plant grows it doesn't grow straight up it grows in a spiral so everything was like spiraling up and so in the part where the sea and tower we put that in the video was when you were like the song was ending and like um the glass panels that we lost the that one day we got lost and found this special spot um the glass panels as um, I basically put the city, the, the, the view from coming down from the CN Tower into those panels and it looks like like the buildings are like you're a giant and the buildings are growing up, growing like next to you and stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah. and that window plane. That I love that shot actually. It's great. Like I think it was only till after we did it in post that it was like, holy shit, like it's like I'm skywalking. Yeah, like I remember you said that you're like I'm a giant. It looks like I'm a giant, and the city is like because that's how it felt when we were up in the CN Tower. It was like we were giants, and we can see everything. Mm -hmm. And so it was like it was magical. Just it was very alchemic, like very much like alchemy. It was like your song was audio alchemy, and this was like a video alchemy. And sorry, <laughs> your song was video alchemy. So, I see. Yeah, like, uh, I, like even for like the cover art, like when I first announced the song, I had uh, my friend Denzel, he's a, a painter that I met working at the the Blue Jays, very talented. Um, like I asked her to paint like me in a sense like drowning, and like the bubbles of my last breath were just like, yo, like, why am I drowning? And it's like, I'm going to say why I'm drowning. And then like, you kind of wrote in the, in those bubbles, like, can't let you, we put the title, like, can't get, let you go. It's crazy. And she even asked me, like, when I asked her to do it, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm great. I'm great. I'm just, you know, trying to get this music stuff done. And then she's like, okay. <laughs> but she painted it for me anyways. And like this actual physical painting um, that, you know, it's out there. Just, I, I still haven't got it yet, but I might turn that into like an NFT or something. But uh, yeah, like just in that sense of like um, kind of feeling lost and, you know, 
it's that sense of like I could I could save myself I could swim you know I could break the surface and then go up and breathe the real air which I guess the air would be like you know progression <laughs> and instead it's like um it's like why am I drowning it's like because I'm, I'm holding on to to the situation or situations because it, it really I can't say it's just about one person at the time like you know it's just multiple people I connect with that like sometimes it's kind of like you gotta know when to let go of certain relationships that are you know might be holding you back because uh I feel like by letting off that like you know dropping that weight that's when you could truly find yourself mm. and you know learn more about yourself and I, I'm like starting to see that like that's not a bad thing you know I thought it was but uh yeah, definitely coming to terms with it. That's beautiful. Oh, I like that. Because I feel like, um, kind of like you're talking about the painting, like your friend made a painting and stuff. Um, the painting is very different from like the cover art that we made because the cover art we made, because we edited everything that night. Like it was, mm-hmm. we shot it that day. It was like fucking three o'clock or something or four. No, it was like six o'clock and it was raining that day. And then like we shot it, then we edited it and I had to leave the next morning. Like we didn't even sleep. (laughs) Yeah, there was no sleep. (laughs) And we, and we cut it. And like, obviously when I get, got back here to LA, I finished it, but we both finished it together virtually, but it was really cool to like go through that process of like creating this art piece and, and like the difference between that cover art, it's kind of like you were able to just like how you were drowning in the first cover art that your friend made in the second cover art, it was like, you were able to like take your power back in many ways. Um, and you're able to kind of view yourself from a different perspective where in one part you're drowning and then it's like, even the process of making the video was very much about flowing. And I think that's what you're talking about. It's instead of fighting it, instead of fighting this space and you kind of flowed with it just the same way that the ocean has currents and you have to flow with them. If you don't, you're going to drown. And so, and so I think that this art was a beautiful representation. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> even down to the cover art, we're flowing, <laughs> you know, cause I was attached to that cover art and other people were like oh I don't know maybe you could do something else for the song but I was like because my friend did it for me I was like yeah no I love this painting like it has to be my cover art for this but you know like letting that go and uh mm-hmm. I still have it on my Instagram but like just showing that process of like how we got to this point it's I think really uh intriguing and very beautiful I like that that's really cool I mean I feel like kind of circling back into like art I remember during the pandemic so when I was interning at Warner Brothers Warner Brothers Records and I was working with my mentor on OVO that's when I started that's when I first well actually I loved Toronto music before then (laughs) like I love The Weeknd and Drake but art Um, but one thing that I really loved was I got to work with like Party Next Door and, um, in Division, that's how I heard about Division was when I was interning there. 
And so Party Next Door, he was on the cover of Fader magazine. And there were like so many magazines in the building. And I grabbed two and I was like, I'm going to make some art out of this. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but <laughs> let's see what happens. And so I made like a really cool art piece out of it. And I kept it in my closet for a couple of years. <laughs> and then I gave it to you. I shipped it to you. And, um, and I, cause for me, it kind of, kind of going back to making art and alchemy, like to me, that art piece represents like my love for Toronto and like Toronto music, because I feel like Toronto is such a special place, especially for R&B, cause I love R&B so much. And I feel like the magic when I got there, it was like magical to experience. I'm like, oh, I understand now why Drake said this. And I under like, oh fuck, I get it now. Why, why the weekend said that and why party next door said this I I get why often said this and this and that like I get it or division and so um I guess me giving you that painting that kind of represents like my my journey within the music industry I wanted you mm -hmm. to have it because I feel like I really like your music and I feel like you're an amazing artist and like I wanted you to have my art so that it could inspire more for you just how you inspired my art which was making music videos apparently <laughs> but yes i just wanted to share that with you yes and, and i wouldn't say this podcast but you know i take flowers here and there <laughs> <laughs> wow here and there <laughs> but yeah like i i like how I, it was kind of funny seeing your reaction of just like because the weather was very shitty when you got here and you were like wow like the weekend's music just makes so much sense now. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like the, this is regular stuff though. So I guess, you know, when you're kind of used to bipolar weather on the daily basis, you, you know, you, you don't really take in how much it might affect your mood and the mood of others around you. Cause uh, Canada is very multicultural. So a lot of these, a lot of people actually aren't born here, you know? So, to like from where they came from to here it's it's a it's a shift where it's like you know this country is and sometimes like in some ways like dictates your mood on how you on how you just feel it definitely controls sometimes how you create music that's true i, I feel like i in my recording processes so far like i think my favorite songs i made when the weather was beautiful it was nice outside and then when it was cold and dark like i get songs like this where like you know I kind of I'm forced to kind of reach deeper inside because there's no way in how I'm, I'm going outside <laughs> just for fun. So um, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a thing that makes Toronto very special. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I feel like I was like, is the music is are the people making the music or is the or is Toronto making the music through the people? So that's something I ask myself a lot. Like. You know, I told my friend, um, so one of my friends, he, I went to college with him and he moved to Toronto, um, to work there. And I was like, yo, now I get why everybody's a fuck boy. <laughs> music over here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yes, why wow. you like fuck boy music? Like, I love you. Nah, you're, you're going to have to explain, you're going to have to explain that one. You are going to have to explain that one real quick. Okay, okay look, uh, basically... <laughs> Okay, so basically, um, I don't know, I was just kidding, but basically, like, why you have this very, like, 
beautiful R&B sound in Toronto. And like, you don't hear it maybe in Atlanta a little bit, but like, okay, for example, LA, right? You get like very deep gangster rap because of the culture in the nineties of you know, gangster rap. Um, but also what was happening within the communities, what was happening in LA. So you get that genre of music. And so I think Toronto has its own like genre of music. It's very much because when I went there, I was like, yeah, Drake kind of embodies that, but everyone does. Like a lot of the artists do. And and so it's really nice to kind of see because in many ways, I feel like you guys are in love with the sun and you guys appreciate it so much more than, you know, we do in California or in LA, for example. Like there's a love affair with the sun. And so it's like, oh, the sun is here. Like I, I honestly learned to appreciate the sun <laughs> so much after coming back because it was kind of like you have to be patient and you have to like just experience yourself in the space because you can't go outside sometimes like you said you have to be in your feelings you have to experience whatever it is you're experiencing and so here in LA like there are places and like most of the year you can go out maybe in Toronto that's not the case because of the weather and so there's this like beautiful like love affair but there's also this beautiful heartbreak too because when the sun leaves that's a heartbreak and so I think that's what kind of inspires like the music within Toronto but I just called it fuckboy music but I was just kidding (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) thank you um, so is there Sorry. anything else? Oh, go ahead. I'm listening. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say, is there anything else you would like to share about the music video process? You, um, like, is there any kind any more music you're working on? Anything else that you want to share with me? <sighs> anything oh, else not you yawning. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just tired. I'm tired. I've been up kind of early. But uh, so anything else I want to share? Uh, I'm working on more music. I'm definitely at a point where I just kind of want to um, put out the stuff that I worked on last year in the pandemic, and you know, go song by a time, song at a time. Like I'm kind of like like you said, I'm, uh, I'm definitely taking the going with the flow approach right now. Obviously, it needs us, you know, some more structure and planning. But right now, I'm just putting out and expressing what I was going through in that time period. Because I made certain type of music that was like for that sp- specific time. That I'm like, if I don't put it out now, I might never release it. And I don't feel like that's something I should do. I don't feel like I need to hoard it. I think I just need to put it out in a certain sequence to kind of paint the picture of like, okay, this is how I was going through it. And then after I kind of get through with that and I'm like, I feel like, yeah, like, you know, you're kind of updated on where I'm at right now, then I'll work on something brand new because I'm always in a creative space and working with other artists. But uh, as me as an artist, like, I also want to help promote and uh, showcase the talent in the city, like you said, because there's a lot of people that are working extremely hard to achieve their dreams. And I feel like um, in some sense, it's kind of like my job to bring that sense of community and, you know, band people together to like, you know, share music. 
because the worst thing I hate is just people that are have so much good things to say in the music and, and you know you see it but they don't ever share it out and it's like are you not doing that because you know you want to get streams and you know you don't want it to go into the water but it's like all you have to do is really get one person to listen to your music and you could change their life so I feel like uh, by me just kind of releasing this music, obviously I'm going to get it done, mix and master it, and make sure it sounds like real quality, but I want to get it out there and just see how, you know, people react to my sound, and uh, in a lot of ways, my sound encapsulates Toronto, because this is where I'm from, so it's like, you know, putting the city out there at the same time, but yeah. I like that, I like that a lot, thank you for sharing. That's kind of where my head's at right now. On, with that to be honest I like that thank you for sharing that I um yeah I'll definitely I will definitely uh you know keep um my eye out and like <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need another music video <laughs> I know where to go yeah student <laughs> voice YG she got it on lot <laughs> yeah, exactly um so I have two more questions that I would like to ask um the first one is if your voice was an instrument what would it be and why if my voice was an instrument it would be i would say a synth <laughs> piano synth mm. i don't know i think i just i'm kind of in love with that uh instrument these days like the the, the effects that it kind of has, and I feel like you could change it and modulate it to the point where it's something completely different. And I, I feel like I'm definitely practicing on, a, you know, toning my voice so I can change and modulate it so I can express myself in different ways. But it's still just my voice, right? So I would say a, a piano synth. I like that. Um, and then my last question is, um, what are your social media accounts? People can follow you on, where can they find more information about you? Listen to your songs, all of that. Uh, I have, my music's on all streaming platforms right now. Currently it's only one song cause you're catching the beginning. If you're not catching it now, like you're going to see it later cause we're working either way. Um, you can get me on, uh, Instagram at beyond the hype man, uh, Twitter, at open for the night because that's when I'm on. <laughs> I'm not gonna say demon time, but we on different times <laughs> on Twitter, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, TikTok at uh, Beyond the Hype Man, and uh, I'm also putting videos on Relax Toronto, which is a clothing brand that you know I've had for a while and I'm definitely working back on and getting it back out there. So Relax Toronto kind of. Uh, it's like something that I go, goes hand in hand with when it comes to promoting what's going on in the city as like along with Beyond the Hype Man. So it's going to kind of find a way to uh, group them together. But there's separate entities, but like, you know, make sure they're connected or they connect from time to time. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's all my socials. We really do. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. 
Well, thank you so much for being here today. I really had a really great conversation. Hopefully we get to make more music videos together, more social media strategy, <laughs> have some more ideas. Yeah, we can, we can do all that. Yeah, I would, I would look forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, well, have a good night, and I will talk to you soon. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Bye. All right, bye.